0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Live Live. 51551 is our text number. Marguerite's in it. Marguerite, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. Nice to talk to you. Likewise. It happened yesterday. What happened? Uh, yesterday, I was at the pool in UCD with my three children, um, uh, a six-year-old, four-year-old, and a seven-month-old. We were in the toddler pool, okay. and my, my smallest guy, uh, he started giving out of it. So I just sat at the side of the, of the toddler pool to breastfeed him. Okay. So that was fine. A couple of minutes, we stopped and got back into the pool. He had a feed and he was happy again, and we got back into the pool to do our swimming. And a few minutes later, uh, a UCD staff member arrived at the toddler pool mm-hmm. and asked me to uh, to get out of the pool to talk to her that she needed to address something with me. So she uh, she commenced uh, by stating that she had been made aware that I was breastfeeding in the toddler pool. And I said, that's correct. I was breastfeeding my seven-month-old baby in the, in, in the, in the pool. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, you know, you can't do that. If you, if you want to feed your child, you'll have to go to a cubicle in the changing room. And I said, I was kind of shocked um, to be kind of confronted with this mm-hmm. uh, on university grounds in the 21st century in Ireland. Um, like, so I was kind of stuck to the ground for a minute. But I said to her, are you, are you seriously asking me to leave the pool to breastfeed my child? And she said, yes, it's not safe for your child. Um, it's not sanitary. Um, it's against health and safety. Um, so you'll have to leave the pool if you want to breastfeed him. And she stood there. Kind of, I, think she, I think she was waiting for me to exit mm-hmm. the pool, but I didn't. So was, the reasons were, one, health and safety. Health and safety, it was kind of a mishmash of just very uh, tepid, very insipid excuses, which I saw as whitewashing. And they weren't genuine excuses. You know, my, you know me giving my baby a feed was not posing any health and safety risk um, to anyone in the pool um, or to her. Um, and if, you know, it's, if she, mm-hmm. she then she said, well, if your baby vomited, then I would have to close the pool. And I said, you know, my baby is not any more likely to vomit um, than you or I or anyone in the pool. Um, and she said, well, if you did vomit, then I would have to close the pool. So uh, I said, well, I don't think, you know, I don't think that's acceptable. And I'm, exho- I'm, I'm really shocked that you are saying this to me, that you are confronting me with this in the 21st century in university grounds. Um, and that you think it's acceptable that I should have to hide to breastfeed my child. And I said, who made you aware of mm-hmm. me breastfeeding my child? And she said, another pool user. Um, so I said, like, this is nonsense. This is not acceptable. Um, I have a right to feed my child, and I will feed him anywhere, anytime. And, um, Has anything you know, like this ever happened to you before, before, Marguerite? Pardon? Has anything like this ever happened before? Uh, it's, yeah, it's kind of some, I've had some similar experiences, but not as overtly as that. I have never been asked to leave an area um, okay. because I was breastfeeding, you know, by way of punishment and, and, and humiliation. The, and the law is very, is unusually, is crystal clear. You can breastfeed anywhere you and your baby want or need to. Exactly. So the Equal Status Act 2000 um, has nine discriminatory grounds, which makes it unlawful. Mm-hmm to discriminate against a person for. And the two grounds which breastfeeding mothers are protected for under the Equal Status Act are um, the, the gender ground and the family status ground. Um, so although there's no explicit reference to breastfeeding, it is very well established by mm. law that breastfeeding is protected under those two grounds yeah. under the Equal Status and Act. We, and this was mentioned last week in a different context, and that was a woman who brought her child... Uh, her child uh, with autism into uh, get the passport photo taken. All went fine, and then she was charged fifty percent more. She discovered in the uh, in the shop she was being charged fifty percent more than any other so child. If you follow me, and um, the the reason offered by the uh, proprietor was, oh, your child is autistic. Well, that is that is outlawed under the same act as well. Disability is one of the 
That's one the, yeah. So we're, right. um, we're, we'll find out if that person has actually, if that shop have actually changed their policy because they'd want to change their policy. Okay, now UCD did, did uh, put up an apology on Twitter, in fairness. Did, yeah. And what did that say? Uh, the apology said, um, you know, and I'm, and I'm very glad to see it, and thank you to UCD for apologising publicly, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this is not just about, this is not about me, actually, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, I've encountered this before, and um, I'm happy to speak out about it. Um, but others might be less likely to uh, speak out about it when, when this thing happens. And so I would like for this never to happen again and for women never to experience this again at the okay. UCD pool or elsewhere in Ireland. But they said they, they did apologise and say sorry for what had happened and that it shouldn't have happened. Okay. Well, that's and that they, they will uh, conduct training to ensure it does not happen again. But, but at this stage, um, every, every public body should have at least one session with their staff about the Equal Status Act. Because that's too, as you say, it's covered, breastfeeding is covered by it. That was a very straightforward line, you tell all your staff. Mother can breastfeed anywhere. It should be embedded. It should yeah. be embedded into, yeah. into, the running, uh, into the running of yeah. organisations, and not just organisations, but... Restaurants, you know, uh, uh, be, facilities. Be, yeah. you know, in trying to know all uh, organisations and yeah. retailers, etc. Okay, okay. And uh, that, that's your youngest child, seven, seven months. Seven months old. Okay, yeah. and you had the three of them in the pool. Had three of them in the pool. Well yeah, done. Well done. Well done. The toddler pool. Yeah. Um, well, there's nothing better. There's nothing better than a toddler pool. And um, once it's not too cold, once it's not too cold, um, and maybe they become hardy as well. But it's a great, it's a great experience to bring children to a pool earlier. I'm glad that's been clarified and yeah. clarified so cordially as well, Marguerite. But it is yeah. just to remind people. The legislation is very clear. You can breastfeed. A mother can breastfeed anywhere her and her baby want or need to. Want yeah, or need to. Yeah, absolutely. Anywhere, anytime. It, yeah. it should be a normal part of the culture yeah. of Ireland. Yeah. Nobody should have to excuse themselves. Nobody should have to hide in a cubicle to feed their child. It is brilliant for everybody in our society, the mums, the babies, uh, the dads, families generally yeah. and everywhere and for the future health of our society as well it's really important you're here okay Th- thanks indeed Marguerite kind regards thanks to you much, and you're, you're where are you thanks going where are you have you are you midterm with the other two at the minute we're on midterm and we're in the zoo now so oh you're in the uh, zoo in the zoo yeah we're having a great day and is, yeah. it, is it busy up there really busy and uh, yeah it's lovely it's a lovely feeling of normality has returned post yeah it's COVID, great so it's, it's a lovely right. enjoyable day well let them go wild in the zoo will you <laughs> I will indeed. Thank you very don't, much. Don't do what one of my children did, Marguerite, because I used to bring them to the zoo on a regular basis and they got so excited at the gate. Uh, he, Ronan, you know who I'm talking about. He got <laughs> so excited uh, at the gate that he ran in through the gate straight down the hill and went head over heels and his hush puppies into the lake. <laughs> into the lake. Well, hopefully, hopefully mine will stay out of the lake. Yeah, well, no, we got him out quick enough, but... Um, <laughs> He went, that, that, that was his excitement in the zoo. But enjoy the zoo. It's a great, thanks great so place. Thanks, thanks Marguerite. Thanks Joe, jo, thanks to the Joe at RT.ie. 51551 text. Remember, Friday week, we're in the D Hotel and Drowned for Funny Friday now. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And Joe at RT.ie. Uh, it was Brian who started the discussion yesterday. Now, Brian called in about. Um, he actually called in about an ad uh, that he believed was was treating uh, hearing loss too lightly, to say the least. And um, but then he described what happened to him, as uh, happens on Liveline. But then he also uh, talked about tinnitus or tinnitus, and that ignited an enormous number uh, of calls. And as we heard yesterday, and we played the sounds that the. Uh, callers described as as close as we could. And at one stage, we played tone, which is that high-frequency noise you used to hear back in the day when your telly would go off at night. And then we played a uh, kind of high, high-level high hairdryer. And then one of our callers said his tinnitus was a combination of the two of them. So, But then other people were offering little hints and tips about how to try and cope with it. Anthony, good afternoon. This is the, you, You're taking up on what Brian said yesterday, which is if if you spot deafness, either yourself or one of your children, get help immediately. What happened, Anthony? That's it, yeah. Thanks for taking the call, Joe. That's what inspired me yesterday. Um, yeah. My daughter, Ellie, they were going through their normal hearing test that they do in school 
and she flagged up um, very poor hearing in her right ear. So, so um, okay. that was flagged uh, quite quickly, and then she was retested, um, and same results came back. So she was sent to, an, uh, I think, an audiologist, or the, um, okay. the next step was taken anyway, and, and he looked into her ear um, on the following Monday, and he couldn't see any reason for the, for the hearing loss. So okay. he referred her to the HSE, then um, the man marked it as urgent. And as of, as of this morning, we, we didn't know when we would get a, an appointment. Um, and the, the closest was four weeks. So the reason I'm ringing is to see, have we missed something? Or yeah. is there some yeah. way we can get her? Is there somewhere we can go? Because be it private or public. Um, and who discovered, who, but who discovered that she was a, such a serious issue, it appears initially, hopefully it won't be, in, in one of her ears. Who discovered this? Uh, the hearing test that they do in school, the screenings that they do in school. Uh, surely, but surely, the yeah, but surely the person who administered the test would say, oh, hang on a minute, this, this, needs, this needs further investigation pretty quickly. Surely, yeah, you'd hope so, yeah. yeah. But this is the, I suppose it's the initial beep test that they do which flagged it up, and, and she did, in fairness, they were all very good along the line, but okay. um, it seems to have just stopped in the water then after after um, after the she was referred to the HSE, it just seems to, and it was marked urgent, but um, now, like, it seems to be four weeks out before there's a possibility of an appointment, so that's, and the lady that rang yesterday, like, or the lady that was on yesterday, yeah, she said, like, uh, when she was seen, she, she was told that she should have been there six weeks ago, so that kind of scared the life out of me. So I'm just wondering. I don't want to. I don't want mm. that for Ellie. I guess I don't want that to be the case. And could you even have a conversation with anyone on the phone in the HSC? Uh, my wife has been driving an awful lot of this, and she has been through to uh, a couple of the receptionists and stuff. Um, as of yesterday, we were told just to ring back on Friday, and we'll see. Um, but as of this morning, though, we have got a definite appointment with the HSE, but that's four weeks. That's the 15th of March is the closest. Um, and as of yesterday and this morning, they weren't even sure if that was available because they weren't sure if it was going to be triaged as urgent. It was what we were told. So on the other hand, on one hand, we're told this. Well, well Brian, I think went. I don't. I can't be too sure, but I think Brian was able to go private immediately. Um, yeah, be, but even private. Yeah, we've rang private also. Like, and, okay. and it seems to be. It seems to be um, around that mid March. Like, is the earliest so. That's what okay. we're looking at. I wow. suppose that's all I'm looking for. Is, is there so, help? Is so, there well, anyone well, out there? Yeah, that's what we're asking. Sorry, you say it. Is there anyone out there? That, Are um, we missing something? Yeah, that, that got a similar diagnosis from a school test. And what happened when you did get to see the, the audiologist? What was yeah. the... Uh, hopefully it was pretty... But it, did you have to wait four weeks, six weeks or whatever? And if so, what happened? St stay there for a sec, Anthony. Ron Southern. Ron, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. Um... You say, I'm 72 and I've had tinnitus for seven years. Yes. And what, do, you know, do you remember when you got it? I do, I do, Joe. I do very... Uh, there was an afters of a wedding down here in the pub uh, locally. Okay. And uh, there was a band playing and they were outrageously loud. And that okay. particular left ear was near them. And I stayed an hour and I came home. Okay. And uh, the ringing was in my ears, and it's not ringing with me now. But uh, uh, and it was normally if that happened, it was gone the next morning. That's right. Yeah. But the next yeah. mor the next morning, it was there, and it's been there since. And actually, the last year or two, it's got a little bit worse. I I, I find. And can you can you describe the sound, Ron? I can. I can. Do you remember? Well, you mightn't be old enough, Joe. I am. Do you remember RT Radio about half seven? Like fifty years ago, yeah. before they came on the air, that pure continuous tone, high yeah. frequency tone—that's exactly what it is, and it yeah. never goes twenty-four. But here, but here it is. is. Is this what you're thinking about? Yes, yes. Okay. Not quite as sharp. Not as sharp. Okay, as that. thankfully, yeah. thankfully, but still, and that's yeah. there. Oh, yeah. And how how are you coping, Anthony? Uh, Ron, I'm sorry. Yeah, how, sorry, Ron. How sorry, I, that yeah, that's saying. okay, Joe. That's so okay. I, uh, look, I cope as best I can. I find that my time is the worst because everything is quiet. 
Yeah, I, okay. I go to bed, I take a half a sleeper. Now, I don't take a full one because okay. they say, you say you shouldn't take sleepers for a okay. long term, but I, I take a half one every night. I'm awake about three o'clock and the sleeper sort of takes the edge off me, if you know what I'm saying. And, and I'm awake, I'm asleep the rest of the night. Okay. And I, my partner, I, I'm very lucky. I have a brilliant partner and uh, uh, she's asleep beside me and I just say, God, I wish I could sleep like that. And who recommended the half a sleeper, as you call it? Well, I recommended it myself and okay. I talked to, the, talked to the doctor about okay. it. And, 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 uh, and you said but this... Yeah. yeah, I tell you what I, I do find great. Uh, a little radio under my pillow and maybe RTE could take this on. You News talk around all night with your uh, Pat Kenny daytime programme. So just repeat it. Yeah. I thought we did yeah, that as I, well. Has that changed? Yeah. yeah, I find that great. I also have uh, the BBC World Service yeah. on my phone and I find that brilliant. And do you, do, you wear, but do, you, do you wear a head? Do you put it in your ear or... Oh no! I just have it under the pillow, down low. Yeah, but if you have it under your pillow, does your partner not hear it? Well, she hasn't complained, but to be fair to her, she's such a good person. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. You know, well, maybe maybe she's taking all the word news in. Oh, and she doesn't so. know it, and she she's waking up in the morning quoting Joe Biden's State of the Union speech back at you. <laughs> <laughs> that happened, maybe. or the the, so. the various yeah. results. Um, yeah. So, I, so what what do you, Ron? What do you say to people? And we had Ian on yesterday <laughs> at the end of the program. He was in a total yeah. panic. He got yeah. he got tinnitus, and you, you're what I'm thinking of is what I heard the expert say uh, two weeks ago. Um, he said tinnitus is caused by an in, an insult to the brain. Now the insult to your brain was that noise, okay, yes. for whatever. It can, yeah. it can be yeah. it can be a, a bump in the gym. It can be a car accident. It can oh, be yeah. a trip or whatever. But yeah. um, what do you say to the likes of Ian yesterday? He was in total panic because he's had it. Yeah. Well, month. I, well, first of all, Joe, I would say to the people who don't have it, protect your hearing. In other words, okay. if, if you're out there with the lawnmower, put on uh, a protect, a protection, ear protection. If you're uh, uh, doing anything, a chainsaw, anything oh, like absolutely. that. Oh, my God. Pro, pro, yeah, protect your hearing. I find myself, even doing the hoovering here, I put on earmuffs, you know, okay. and, that, and that's a help. Uh, what I would say to him is you have to focus on the positive. The only thing I find is mm-hmm. that just distraction distraction okay. is the best remedy in other words during the day i'm out around i'm in the garden i'd have the yeah. radio on bit of music nighttime is the problem and i find myself uh, uh the biggest problem i'm tired the next day due to lack of sleep yeah, i find yeah, that, yeah. that that that's a problem but I, i'll tell you one thing to have to have a good person a good woman in your life. Yeah, well done, well done. Yeah, well yeah. done, Hor. And Ron, um, have you tried, every now and again you pick up a magazine or a paper or online and up comes tinnitus and then a miraculous yeah, new cure? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, because it's all snake oil. That's what it is. If you read mm-hmm. any of the stuff on the, on the uh, and go into it in a bit of detail, because I read everything about tinnitus. Yeah, is okay. there anything I, I, I could try? No, there, there's one little device to keep advertising, and I don't know, uh, Lanier. And, uh, oh, yeah, well, they're, they're, they're reputable. They're, they're up oh, there. Oh, yeah, we're they're absolutely reputable people, but it's 2500 Yeah, and it is expensive. Huge, it is expensive. And you're taking a huge chance. You know, I'm not saying that if this keeps going, I won't have to try that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, other, the other thing well, I remember, find, if you remember, if you are trying anything wrong, it was yeah. it was a, a bit of advice my doctor gave me years ago in a completely d- other uh, setting, and uh, if you are trying anything, uh, you said to, for, to try and address something uh, physical, and the sound is physical. You ask yeah. them two, you ask them one question: uh, one can it can it make me better? And they'll say yes, yeah. obviously. And then you yeah. ask them the second question: Is it possible it could make the condition worse? And if they say yes yeah. to that as well, which they will tell you, by the way. Yes. Now, I don't yeah, know about yeah. the linear, but if you say to them, is, is it possible they could make, this treatment could make what tinnitus or whatever yeah. worse? Yeah. And the answer is a possibility, yes. Well, then you have to make your yeah. considered decision. Stay, stay. Yeah, yeah. And Ron, when you go into yeah. settings, a house with 20 or 30 people and the television is on and people are milling around yeah. and... Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, Joe. I find the biggest problem if you're out in a restaurant, background noise is a huge problem. Now I know uh, uh, I got my hearing aids, which I find a, a great help, okay. and uh, got, I got them off the spec shavers in that one and, and they're okay. good people. But uh, it doesn't address background noise. I, I, if I'm in a room with five or six people, I can chat away, no problem whatsoever. But if there's background noise, it just uh, uh, it's mm. a sea of a sea of noise, and you're trying to pick up words to make sense out of a sentence. For instance, me and my partner back years ago, we went social dancing regularly before the pandemic, and I never danced with other women. Oh, she's probably delighted about that. But I never, and the re- and the reason is I didn't want to be antisocial. I couldn't make out what they were saying. Ah, ah. So I couldn't talk back. So yeah. it does sort of drive you be a bit antisocial in in that yeah, sense yeah. you know and maybe uh, maybe if, if people more people understood that tinnitus is, is not uncommon they say up to 10% at some one stage oh, especially oh, yeah, older I, people. and just to understand yeah, I, that if someone says i want to go home early yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. because they don't like the company but their head might be screaming yeah, yeah. Well, i talk to a lot of people and i just mention it to them because you can't bore people you know yeah i know i know i know tired of talking to you very 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 quickly okay but, say, but say, a lot of people have it in a very small sort of form yeah, that, you know, okay. that now do you remember the panic that Ian spoke about yesterday. Do you remember getting that panic when you first realised that ringing sound you got after the loud music wasn't going away? No, I didn't have panic, Joe, but believe it or not, um, it wasn't too bad and I managed it. But what, what worries me now, actually, more than then, is what will, what will I do if it gets worse? That's my biggest concern, okay. believe it or not. That, that's, that's my issue. Well, also uh, ask yourself, what, what, if, what will I do if it lessens? Oh, well, I know. Uh, but neighbor, okay, I know, I know. Stay there, Ron, because you, you've... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's but a, uh, just to finish up, my yeah. neighbour uh, said to me, I was telling him about him a while ago, and he said to me, ah, Jesus, Ronnie, he said, sure, sure, that won't kill you. So, I mean, maybe that's the positive in it. Well, that is, that's what I've heard. People, it, it's, it's not a physical pain, though it is yeah. absolutely frightening from all descriptions. And yeah. it, won't, it won't kill you. I, I don't know who was said. I remember listening to them on the radio. It was a presenter actually said it uh, because they had panicked as well. But that, that seemed to calm people down. Colin Laughlin. Colin, when did your tinnitus start? Uh, well, John, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Um, I tell you, yeah, it happened there probably, probably five or six years ago. Yeah. Uh, like that, I just came on one day and just didn't stop. Um so, yeah, I'm under 40 there, and just came on, and, yeah, annoyance, an annoyance, more so than anything else. Okay. But, um, Can you I describe the sound? Oh, it's just a high-frequency, okay. constant beat, as Ron was saying there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I went to the doctor with it. He said, there's nothing you can do, really. He just said that you yeah. just have to put in earphones and, you know, continue on with your life. So uh, I suppose a two years passed there, and I had a an eyes and ears test there last year, mm-hmm. and the optician told me that a few things were on. Obviously, loud noises was one of them, but uh, caffeine was the one that was a uh, coffee. Coffee uh, was the one that kind of yeah. stuck to me. Um, now I suppose at the time it was starting, my wife, um, my now wife at a coffee shop, and she, I, I obviously I was drinking a small bit more coffee than I was usually do and then in work you'd have one or two and so I when he said that to me I kind of thinking geez you know maybe he's onto something here so I cut down the coffee there in the last couple of months and if I find that if I um, just stop drinking coffee for two or three days the actual noise lessens and okay. it actually goes away for it could go away for two or three days, and if I have a, one cup of coffee every second day, it stays away fairly, you know, not all the mm. time, but it comes back less often. And how is it, um, how is it now? Sorry, how, is it, again? how is it today, yesterday? How is it at the minute? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was loud today, and it's loud, it's, it's, today is, it's less of an extent. It's, uh, it's a in, little bit mild today, but it's, it's, it's nearly always there. But okay. when I don't drink coffee after three day, two or three days, it goes away. Well, then don't drink coffee. Yeah, yeah, I, know, I, I do like my coffee. That's but, tough, um, isn't it? Yeah, uh, but I, uh, yeah, like it's. But when I, 
I don't. I think it's the excess of it. Excess, excessive coffee. If I start, if I drink three cups a day, um, yeah, I okay. it'll come back and it'll come back. Now, but, um, Colin, would you t- would you tell people you have tinnitus? Um, not particularly because yeah. you know it just it's uh, you know like I suppose your listeners are saying or they're the lads are saying there that um, you know it's not really a disease or anything that's yeah. too serious. But it does affect me in relation to, uh, as Ron is saying there, you go, I go to yeah. weddings, I'd struggle to hear across the table having a conversation. Oh, I'd yeah, have to go yeah. right up beside them. The background uh, noise would be a but, problem. Like, Well, Colin, I take your point about uh, habituating to it, but initially, when it, when, it, when it landed first, and it lands fairly sudden, tinnitus, did you, did you panic? I wouldn't say I panicked. Uh, I was there, right, this is there, okay, it should go away, but I suppose a week later and it's still there, and then a month later it's still there. Yeah, you definitely did. I definitely was concerned more than panic. Um, okay. But uh, that's um, why what, I suppose I went to the doctor then. What, t- what tips would you give people, if any? Well, uh, one, one, go down on coffee. You, you believe, yeah, try it anyway. Try it anyway. It's not going anyway, to do that, you any harm cutting down on yeah, coffee. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. That was one thing that kind of stuck with me, okay. cutting, cutting down on coffee, and it has helped. It had a, has, has helped okay, me. Okay, in your case, um, okay. Yeah, and so I'm, maybe there's people out there that are thinking the exact same thing, or maybe I'm drinking yeah, too much coffee. It, it was, look, it wasn't loud noises that brought it on, but it's, it was, um, it's the caffeine now. But, uh, okay. yeah, the, the optician was saying that I should be okay for the next 10 years as regards my hearing, but my hearing has definitely, uh, it's got worse, I suppose, in the last five. So I'd be... Yeah, but does that, come, does that come with age anyway? Yes, that's what I'm kind of that's what I'm kind of hoping. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, it's not going to be. And by the way, did you, just, did you say your wife runs a coffee shop? Uh, she did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she did. Then, well, did. she lost her best customer. <laughs> that's exactly it. Uh, the uh, um, yeah, the children came along then. Ah, okay. They were the okay. priority. Okay, Colm, thanks indeed. Where uh, is Neil? Uh, Neil, well, stay on the line, Colm, if you would. Especially people who have tinnitus, stay on the line because I want you to try and help other people if you can. Uh, Neil Cowan. Neil, good afternoon. Hiya, Joe. How's things? Good. What's your story? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I caught tinnitus. I caught COVID um, around two years ago and it uh, caused yeah. inflammation in the ears. Okay. They ended up bursting. And uh, I've been left with tinnitus and vertigo now, and it's yeah, really, really impacted my life. I was two years later now, just part time back to work, and wow. um, kind of brings on all nausea and stuff. And as you said, I heard other people saying that kind of concentration and even being able to listen and hear people, what they're saying and take that in, like it, uh, it's affected. You know, yeah, it does. It affects a lot part of your life, especially when it's very prominent. Because that mightn't be all the time, you know. Yeah. And did did your okay? You got COVID, and I see that tinnitus is one of the seventy side effects that some people, you know, it's a variation that some people can suffer after COVID. Um, did but did you did you notice the sound suddenly, or did it build up? Um, I, it was like I had a slight ear infection, and then it was one ear popped, and the next day the other ear popped. Okay, and I lost my hearing for a few months completely, and all I could hear was uh, tinnitus, that was all, or like internal sounds, like there was a lot of uh, whooshing and itching in the ear and stuff, it was awful. And what about the vertigo, how does that that manifest itself now? It all kind of hit me at the same time, you know, Um, I was going to see a specialist, but you can can only pay so much when you're not working and you're trying to get back to work and it's not really going anywhere, you know. Yeah. You and, don't and have to build up tolerance to it, I guess. And is that, is that, has anything helped? Um, yeah, I suppose that the, the, the tolerance, building up the tolerance, um, I, I find that when it gets really loud or when I'm, it gets really bad when I'm in loud areas, I have to take yeah. medication to, to stop myself from going into that really panicky mouth. Okay. I start sweating and I start to kind of so like you it take sets off your, your fight flight, you know. Okay, so so the doctor's giving you something to calm you down. Yeah. And yeah. You, okay. Okay. But like and have you have you gone? It's not great, you know. What? It's two years ago, Neil. Are you back in work? Yeah, I am back in part time now, but like kind of with long COVID, I seem to have a lowered immune system, so I seem to catch everything that goes. So 
I wouldn't be working full time or even full yeah. part time hours, you know. I, I'm struggling to kind of keep and keep up with that, you know. Yeah. Are you very are you very cast down by it, Neil? Ah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, hard to kind of get any help really from local services or even, you know, you just kind of get this, it's a very complex situation, you know, even the GPs don't really know Mm -hmm. enough about it. The specialist is kind of suggested grommets and that caused more harm than it did good in terms of pain and stuff. So, yeah. And I see you're you're only thirty six. You're extraordinarily young to get mm. uh, uh, tinnitus. Um, yeah, and it was really unfortunate. Just the work I do on the social care work, I yeah, work okay, in residential care, yeah. and uh, you know, just, it can be very loud and busy, and you you know, yeah. you're having to go 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 all the time. Uh, so I had to switch to day services and and really kind of just be doing part time work. I wouldn't be able for twelve hour shifts anymore at all. So. Yeah. Really affected even those sorts of kind of things, you know. Confidence-wise, it just really affects you, you know. Yeah. Say with us, that's, that's Neil Cowan, uh, Rita, Margaret Crow. Rita, good afternoon. Hello, Joe. How are you? Good. Your, your input, please. Yes, I have tinnitus um, so bad that I have to wear industrial headphones just for normal at the moment. It's very bad since I got. Well, I've had it since I was twenty-seven, and I'm. 69 now but I got COVID myalgia in December and since then my tinnitus has got a hundred times worse and I have many years disease so I get vertigo too but the tinnitus is constantly there and in order to just be in a normal conversation even with two people I have to wear industrial headphones which I bought at B&Q by the way in case anyone wants to know and I just put them on the one many years here I have the tinnitus in and I put them on the one ear and I leave the other ear a little bit off so I can hear people speaking now I've missed my the evenings of all the weddings of my three children and everything because of this like I feel like I'm living on the sidelines all my life looking at my life you know what I mean and my biggest hobby is music I'm playing the instruments and I'm on this thing called Music for Mad Times, which they started during COVID on Facebook. And I've had to miss out on so many real events we had since COVID finished because of this noise thing. Okay. And the, the voices just go through your head and then you start to feel nauseous. And at the Good moment, guess. I'm pretty bad, so I was delighted to hear them all yesterday and today. And yeah. I just thought I'd ring up and say... And Rita, um, Rita would you not... Sorry, could you not... And obviously you've, you've, you've thought this out, but just just tell us the process and the arguments for and against. Could you not uh, go to the, the, the full wedding, your children's weddings, and leave the headphone on? Um, or is that well, st- what I did at that time, like uh, they're married a long time now. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, at that yeah. time, They all have kids now. But at that time, I didn't, I wasn't aware until I, I actually started up, but we won't go into this because I was on to yeah. you before about this. We started up a many years group. Yeah, for, I remember uh, the that. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Well so, done. Joe, to could, that's, thank you so much for all your help on that. Yeah. We have 150 people in it now from Ireland, all over Ireland. But just other than that, a lot of the people suffer with the tinnitus. But I didn't know, and it would never have occurred to me to use industrial headphones until I was in the meeting one day and this guy told me that's how he copes okay. so I, I, I actually gave me his and I have since bought some but I was worse than him he said here take them so um, mm-hmm. uh, I discovered before that I had gone to an audiologist who had done moulded earplugs for me. Okay. Now, for many years, they were quite helpful, Joe. Right. They do them. It was, it, was, um, it was Sandra Collins, I think, in Ballsbridge. That was her name. Okay. I, don't go, I haven't seen her since then. Like That was years ago. And the, the only problem was that they were so, solid, moulded to my ears, um, kind of plastic-type material in my ears. And they helped me to be able to sit at part of the evening, say, of the weddings and things. But... When I, if I'd go to speak or answer someone, mm. my own voice in my head would trigger the mm. tinnitus worse, and then I'd be nauseous and sick and dizzy and vertigo. And I mean, I was I I attended Brendan Conlon then in Tala Hospital. He he's great to do with all this, you know. Mm-hmm. And he told me I wasn't amenable for hearing aids because I I've kind of gone deaf nearly in that ear. 
uh, but he said, you're not amenable to hearing aids because of the tinnitus, because I have this thing called hyperacusis with the tinnitus. A lot of okay. people have it, and they just don't know what it is, but it's just things are too sensitised, you know, to the person. And I, I have gone to see Willie Nelson one time with okay. dark sunglasses and these uh, industrial headphones. But it's the difference still well, between living and not living, and you know? What, what? What reaction did you get when you were at Willie Nelson, Willie Nelson. with the sunglasses well, and the headphones? I got to a st- <laughs> I've got to a stage that I laugh at myself as well, you know. But we actually, um, I went, my, my daughter was at a special occasion there last year I had to go mm-hmm. to. And I sat in City West, you know, where they have the dance and the singing and all that. Yeah. And I sat there with headphones and sunglasses. And we all realise now that it's, it's, it comes down to sitting in the kitchen depressed or go out and look, let people think what they like. Now, on the funny side, it has turned out, Joe, that some people thought I was a sound engineer. Okay. <laughs> like, I have actually gone oh, to... Yeah. Yeah, I've gone to musicals with them on, and afterwards somebody would say to my daughter, because we're all into music, which okay, is sad, brilliant, you know. Brilliant, yeah. But my, they'd say to my daughter, we never met your mother yet, and she'd say, there she is, and I'd be sitting on my own. You're a bit yeah. lonely with, with this, you know. You get a bit cut off from life, like, but I'd be sitting uh, there. Could you, and, hear, uh, sorry, could you hear Willie Nelson? I could hear Willie Nelson on the whole show at half the level say oh, okay. that he would, okay. you know, but that's better than not at all. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, okay, well, yeah. You know, so I'm going, now today I'm attempting out, just down to my friend, a normal household, and she just has the one child there, and I have to bring my headphones because uh, her child has... The frequency of the child's voice. Yeah, Yeah. I have to think of everything, even a house I'm going into with a dog. I have to be prepared that they may bark. And you see, it's not just the noise... Joe, it's that with me because I've many years, the noise triggers the vertigo. You know, it's, but now, I mean, I'm trying my very best to continue to play the guitar and the piano oh, and well sing. Done. And I'm doing it like, it's like a burst of, I'll try it. And then I pay okay. the price with, you know, but I'll do it. I'm still trying, you know. And given that it's so difficult at the minute, you say the last couple of days. Is it's COVID. No, yeah. no, just what, what tips would you give, if any? Is that a fair question? What tips would you give people? Yeah, well, it is. It is when they very panic. Good. You know that uh, initial panic, Rita, when you get in. The initial panic is horrible, right? Because it's. I don't know about many people that would know that they're going to be. It's going to be followed by vertigo, right? I'm not sure if many people would have no. that. But with me, I get the initial panic. Now, this may sound very silly, but it took me years to believe it. It yeah. if you, if you take a deep breath in tell yourself, what's the worst thing that's going to happen right here now? Okay. Like, it happened to me in John's loads of times, okay. you know, down the road. And I go off in an ambulance, get a stomachal injection for the vertigo, and I'm oh, home. Okay. That was one day of my life, but I've got loads more days. And I always tell myself, this might be the last time I get it this bad. And oh, I've okay. been proven right before. I would sometimes get a couple of years okay. with the, not with, very livable, you know, with it. Yeah. So I kind of I've worked fairly hard on myself, Joe, to say this is not the end of the world. You know, take deep breaths in because you're breathing in. You're probably not breathing properly when the panic sets in, you see. You start breathing fast. You know, okay. because you're panicked, then it can lead to, you know, then I get the vertigo, I'd land on the floor in Duns and go off in an ambulance. I have many times that has happened throughout my life because, like, I mean, I'll be 70 this year and I got it at 27 years of age. Wow. So it burns out, but burnout for me means I've lost a lot of the hearing in the ear. You see, that's the strange thing, Joe. Mm-hmm. People find it very hard to understand because I could be sitting and saying, oh, the, tele- the television is awful loud, will we lower it, you know? And then I'd say, oh, God, I can't hear in my head now. I'd say, I can't hear that at all. I wonder, can they hear it? Mm-hmm. You know, but you see, although it's hyperacusis, too loud, it's different tones. That's the secret. It's different tones that trigger it. Okay. Like, you know, they can actually do tests in audiology. Audiologists can do tests to say if you, if you could, if you were amenable to hearing aids, which most people are. They can do oh, tests. Dear. To 
knock out the tones oh, that okay. affect you. Okay. You know. Okay. Sorry if I went on a bit. Don't there, no, you're Joe. Grand. Oh, you're I'm just trying to explain. I, uh, but like, I want, I want you because uh, I know. Didn't you give it? Uh, we're talking the last uh, many years. Didn't you give a TED talk on on World Tinnitus Day? Oh, I did. Okay. Lord what I want, what I want you to do in the little break we have now, Rita, is to give me f- three or four points you made at that uh, TED talk for our listeners to help them. Talk yeah. to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. It started accidentally yesterday almost. We were talking about talking about tinnitus and uh, lots of people telling us their own experience and more importantly, because there is no cure for it, any hints or tips to uh, either try and get used to it or reduce it. Uh, Rita, what, what was your main message when you did that TED Talk? Um, when they asked me to do that talk a few years ago, okay. um, it was to uh, try and get people... This sounds very flippant now, Joe, but, but because worry. I'm so many years with it, I have to think this way. Um, first of all, I would I forgot to say that I would I did mention it, I think, on the talk. It's on YouTube if anyone wants oh, to see brilliant. that talk, okay. by the way. Name, it's it's yeah. under Rita Power. I'm going to confuse everyone oh, now. Rita Power. It's okay. under Rita Power. That was my married name. Right? Okay. So um, just to say, different levels of air defenders. I use yellow, uh, or it doesn't matter what colour they are. I use yeah, normal earplugs. Okay. Um, that are flat on each end are the best. I, I know that sounds, they are the best, right? You squeeze them, put them in, and they expand in the ear. Okay. Now, I use them for normal conversations mostly in the house so that I don't become immune to the have, okay. to the industrial headphones. So that's, that's one thing. Use none if you can get away with it without getting sick. You'll know your own level. Use the, the ordinary earplugs as your second option. But if you're bad, just put the headphones on. I mean, I live with my grandchildren and they mm-hmm. wouldn't see anything unusual about me going around with earplugs and okay. headphones and all. They're very thoughtful and they're only children. If you tell people, Brilliant. that's okay. the biggest thing of all, Joe. Tell people. Tell your friends because you're, there is no consistency in making appointments or going to parties or I've mm. missed so much of my life uh, on the social side of it. And if you tell your friends, don't be afraid to say, look, I'll go, I'll try go to that, that thing you're yeah. setting up, that party or whatever, sing songs I used to, and all those. Uh, I will be there if possible, but don't commit me to anything. Okay. Um, it sounds like a cop-out, but it's actually not, because otherwise you could be letting people down. You know, like say, yeah, I yeah. used to sing at the odd funeral or things like okay. that. Where, you know, so now I just say, can't, can't commit unless I'm 100% certain I'm in remission. You know, I get remissions from it, you know. But I don't know if some people do get remissions, okay, but, but I know you, with many years disease you do. Yeah, but you had a great long earlier on and you said... When you when you got a bad just at the many years I prefer to go when you got a bad attack you said this might be the worst don't panic this might be the worst one I've, I I and everything will be not as bad as this yeah. from here on Do in. you know yeah. what that was brilliant Joe when I, when I realised that a long time ago I was starting working a different job and I would have been about 40, 39. and I remember I got a very bad attack and it turned into an eight hour spin of vertigo and vomiting and I said to myself. From now on, I'm going to say, do you know what? That could be the last time that happens to me for another six months, you know. Now, eventually, those things started to happen, you know, that I would actually realise, hey, I'm after getting six months and I've been brilliant. Okay, well, that's a great great presence of mine. Stay stay there, Rita. By the way, um, if you look up, Rita, the the title that comes up on YouTube is What is Many Years Disease? Is it linked to tinnitus by uh, Rita Power? It's up there on YouTube. Fred Lane, sorry, Fred, for holding you. What's your situation, Fred? Oh, yeah, I've been, I have been here for the last two and a half years. Okay, we're going to, we're not even going to uh, spend time, going to try and get a better line. Um, Stephen, Stephen has been on. Anne Davy, Anne. Good afternoon, Joe. How are you? And Good, thanks. Your, your experience, Anne? Well, it all happened to me in around 96, 97. 33 or 4 years ago okay. I was singing uh, with um, a large, large group of, of singers in okay. Lansdowne Road yeah. it was uh, music of the world or something and it was all arranged by a lot of head, you know people, musician people okay. and the, the RT orchestra were playing 
Now, the, the East Down and the West Down were full, you know. Oh, that's, and, okay, um, that's a big, big sound. It really was down. And um, and there was I there were there was an audience on the on, on the ground, you know. The audience were all sitting on the on the actual field. And um, they had a lovely orchestra, and Suzanne Murphy was singing. That's where I remember okay. there was another singer. I can't remember who it was. But anyhow, at, towards the end of the concert, we were on the west stand. Our, our choir was on the west stand. All right. And um, we were standing there anyway, and they started to play the um, 1812 Overture. Ah. Ah. And here, here, of course come the, I, I had, here come the cannons. Oh, absolutely. And they did come. And they were, and they wow. were, you know, the drummy ones that they play. Yeah. And I'd say, I felt I was, it, it was about three people down from me when it went off. Wow. I, I don't know, joke when I, when I sort of say, I think if I had been, if it was today, I probably would have a massive heart attack, to be honest with you. I grabbed a hold of my friend that was beside me, and I couldn't even let her go because I was shaking so much. Mm-hmm. Because it was kind of towards, there was, we were still with them, you know, things going off in the north and even threats down here yeah, came course, at the time, yeah. Yeah, you know? Okay, yeah. And I was fully sure. I said, oh, my God, look at this place. It's packed with people. And I just sort of said, oh, my God. And um, I I could tell you, Joe, how I didn't, If, you, if often, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've been in the West End or the old West End as it was then in, in, in Lansdowne Road. And, I mean, they were very sheer. And if, how I didn't send the domino effect of me falling Mm-hmm. towards the people in front of me who'd fall in front of them. I don't know how I didn't set us all up. That's why I grabbed my friends. I don't let them go. Don't let them fall. <laughs> you know? Do you reckon that's the, that's the oh, exact absolutely. moment you got, the 1812 overture? I was saying to your researcher, I came out of um, Lansdowne and another lady in our choir as well, and she was literally holding onto the wall uh, just as you go out the gate. And I said, are you all right? And she said, and she said no said, I think I've had a heart attack. And I said, was that because of the cannons going off? Now, yeah. three of them went off, or whatever. Wow. I think it was three. I don't know. I heard the first one anyway. And um, I came out. I said to her, I can't hear. I can barely hear you. And um, I got into the bus, and we were supposed to be all going back to our own mm-hmm. place to have a, a little party or whatever, because it was an all-day affair. And... Um, I couldn't go. I had to go home. I thought oh, I'd okay. never get inside my door and, and lie down. To be and then initially you. for the first few weeks, months, when you... Did no. you get did you get a ringing in your ear? Yeah, or no, I tell you what, Joe, I used to think in, in the middle of the night, because it was summertime, it was around, I think, about August, September. So it was bright nights and things like that. And I used to say, who oh, in God's name is parked outside our door yakking to somebody in the car? Because mm-hmm. it was like the engine of a, of a car. Um you know, that's not moving, if you know what I mean. Just somebody probably okay. left somebody else yeah. off and they were chatting in the car. I said, I wish they'd go away, I wish they'd go away. And then that kept happening. And I said, who the hell is parking outside our car? That went on for weeks. until I suddenly thought, oh, this is, this is not yeah, just that. this is not going away. Yeah, but I'd never, well, like, I, I'd heard people talk about tinnitus, but I didn't know what they were really talking about. So I passed no comment on it, and I thought, oh, it'll go away, it'll go away, it'll go away. But it didn't go away. So hints or tips for people, if possible, um, okay. that anything that helps. Okay. What would you... What would Have you... I got any tips? Yes. Well, no, as I said to your researcher, thank God. Well, I don't thank God that I'm all, almost blind as well. Okay. Um, thank God that I I love the radio. So okay. my radio, if I wake up at half four in the morning, the radio goes on. Great, great. And if I, if I have that radio on from, from morning Ireland until I go to bed, I don't even watch television because of my sight. Okay. So I have and radio. And do you listen I've, to the radio on with an earpiece or headphones? I have I've, I've hearing aids now. I only okay. have them for the last year. Um, there's days, like if I'm busy or I, even if I'm singing, I still sing in one choir. I'm not in that particular choir now, but I'm still singing in one choir. I don't hear it, you know. I'm I'm so occupied with singing and making sure I'm hitting the right notes and whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. That I don't um, I don't uh, notice it. But when anyone starts talking about it, it's roaring now in my ear. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's, I know. Like, I take it's like the sea coming in sometimes yeah, and yeah. going out. So try and try and stay distracted mm, and, mm. and listen to the ray. That's your. That's that's, oh, listen to the radio. It's the only thing I can think of. The minute I come down in, in the morning or the minute I come down any time into the house 
and the radio's down oh, on. Okay. Straight okay. to the radio. Uh, how, how's your eyesight, Hannah? Oh, my eyesight is gone. Oh, you know, it's really gone. You. I've had bad sight now for oh. 40 years, and oh, really okay. bad now for 40 years. But I've only had the sight in one eye since I was 25, and I'm 82 now. You lost you, you decided. No, I, I I don't think I'll make it to the grave without with yeah. with, 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 with any sight in my eyes, and that's what I'm terrified of. I'm terrified of being left oh, yeah. in the dark. I can't sleep without a light on in my room in in the room, a little light. Okay. But and and when you lost the sight of one eye at twenty five, was that sudden? Play, yeah, yeah. Hit my hit my head. I I my my um husband now. He was my boyfriend then. Had just got a car and he was teaching me how to drive. Yeah. And um, it was a little mini, and we had a friend with us. And I, the friend had got when I came out from to to, to they got into the back of the car, okay. and then the, you know so all the rest. I anyway was trying to get into the back of a car on the road down from the Phoenix Park, and there was this racing car coming down. And of course, instead of just walking around the back of the car and going onto the footpath, I dived into the back of the car to get away from this. Car coming Tremendous out, yeah. car. Now, it was really speedy. And um, I banged my head. And immediately, it started to flicker, my eye. But oh I thought, ah, oh, I have to hit an oh air or something. And guess what I went out and did the next day? I played a game of basketball. And I played another one on the Sunday. And by Monday, there was no sight in that eye. Oh, and they never got it back. I had three operations, eight weeks in the eye near for, for, for the whole of that summer. And... Oh. Um, that was it. Okay, okay, and say, say what is Joe at rt.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe at rt.ie. Stephen, how long have you had tinnitus? Uh, Joe, I've about maybe seven, eight, nine years. I can't exactly remember. And do you exactly remember, okay, do you remember, because Annie here there said she remembers the, the cannons and the 1812 overture to come at the end, the fanfare. What, do you remember what the insult to your brain was that caused it, no? The only thing I can think of is like I was on site and maybe a drill or something might have triggered it. Okay. You know, like a loud drill or something like that. But it never bothered me until I went to bed that night. And how and were when you? When I went to the bed that yeah. night, then just this constant ring in the ear that never, never stopped, and been like that then for the last I don't know how many years. But the reason why I rang there yeah. because you were on the phone to to a man yesterday, and his, you know, he was his, he was just saying that Jesus, he doesn't know what to do. Do you know? Yeah. And yeah. I, I felt like that, Joe. I felt like that. This ring, it just yeah. no one can hear it, Barb, but yourself. Yeah, of I course. I yeah. my partner. You know, Jesus Christ, this ring, I couldn't sleep couldn't, you know, get up then to go to work in the morning, you were wrecked tired, you know, blah, 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 blah. But all I'm saying to that man there is, eventually, things do get better. Okay. For me, that whatever it is, your mind starts to work it out that you okay. can get used to it. And how? And that's all I say to that one, man. One, do you, you, you obviously remember that panic for the first few months when you're... Oh, absolutely, okay. absolutely. And, oh, um, horrible feeling, horrible so, feeling. And so what did you try even to but distract said, oh, oh, Well, I went to the doctor. They couldn't help you. So I yeah. started putting um, hot water bottles on my ears. That didn't work. Then okay. I started getting ice, going to bed and put ice on my ears. Okay. You know, like wrapping the ice and putting them on my ears, hoping that it'd numb my ears so it'd stop the, that yeah. horrible ring. It's like somebody with a triangle that hits a triangle. And you know the way that piercing noise from a triangle, and then it, but it just it keeps on constantly. There's no break in it. You know, and well, you mentioned sleep. Does it when you're put hot pot? Does it get worse when you're in bed when you're lying oh, down? 100%, 100%, oh, hundred yeah. percent, hundred percent. Because when you lie down in bed, that's when for me, I know everyone is different, and I can hear you know on your show today. But for me, every time I lie down, that's when it really got bad. You can you know because you're talking, it seems to your mind is preoccupied. Yeah, okay, you know, distracted. Yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. But when you're not lying down and your mind is starting to rest then that's when it really kicks in. You know, really yeah. kicks in, you know. And how are you doing now, Stephen? Oh, the, the, I'm so used to it now. Okay. I am so used to it now, and that's why I'm saying, I just hope that man is, you okay, know... Okay, so, he, so he, what, what would you say to him? I Just say, just bear with it. Okay. Bear with it, your body will train, your mind will train itself to, to put up with it. 
you know, it's not going to get better. It's still going to stay the same, but your yeah. mind will start to 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 get used to it if if, if that's if that's all I can say. Because um, don't panic, don't, don't panic. panic. Try not yeah. to panic. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's all because your mind, your body is a great. And did any did any sound work for you, Stephen? No, no, oh, okay. no. No, absolutely not. And, I, and again, because we heard on Dave, we heard on Davey saying there the, the radio nonstop yeah. for her. Yeah, the, the only thing what you call it is again with, with a lot of the people there that's on your show today. In you know, when you're having a conversation, I can talk to you right now, you know, and yeah. hear you per- perfectly. But then if there was two or three around me, yeah, or yeah. So, and people or music, I would struggle very much to hear you what you're saying or someone what, okay. What what they're saying you know, okay you know, um, I know it's, uh, it's from what people are saying it's awful but thanks for that reassurance Stephen I uh, really appreciate well, that's it that's all it's just that he yeah. kind of you know yeah. he just yeah. said it there and you were reassuring yourself and yeah. I just said he says oh Jesus no you know, you know people know what you do yeah I get that from people we've spoken about it over the years and that, that, that panic sounds absolutely frightening yeah. frightening yeah. frightening, yeah. frightening. Oh, definitely. frightening okay Stephen uh, stay well and thanks Stephen Je- Je- no, to, to the United States now to Jerry Collins in uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey. Jerry, how long have you suffered from tinnitus? Or tonight? What do they call it in the I States? Do. Tinnitus? Do they call it tonight? Oh, it's the same thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. I'm, yeah, of course. I'm yeah. from Cork, so okay. uh, you know, you'll pick up the Cork accent. But yeah. I have it since I was uh, probably 21 or 22. And do you remember the insult to the brain, as they say, that... That started they, it. they told me at the time, yeah, at the time it was more the environment that I was working in. So I had long exposure to industrial noise. Uh-huh. So I was in uh, the Merchant Navy. I was in the Merchant Navy initially. So on the okay. ship's engine rooms, there was a lot of noise, and the hear protection, hearing protection that we had, wasn't sufficient for my ears. It might have been for others, but it wasn't for mine. And I think that's probably one of the points that people need to be aware of: is okay. the legal limits for noise, I think, is 80 decibels. But for some people, 40 decibels can do it. Wow. Or 50 decibels can do it and can damage your hearing. But if you go and to a concert... long exposure to, to industrial noise. Yeah. But yeah. If, you, if you go to a concert, is it higher than 80 decibels? Oh, I can tell you it is way up in the yeah. in the red zone danger level. If you want to download yeah. an app, you can put a decibel leave, a hearing meter wow. on your phone, as I did recently at a concert. My wife, I'm 60 now, and my wife brought me to a concert recently, and okay. I had this under control for the longest time. But that concert actually pushed me over the limit and pushed me back into the, the high-pitched wow. uh, noise level now that I haven't been able to get it back to where it's sort of manageable. And I think for listeners, it does go back. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, people say that they, they suffer the most at night. That's because it's quiet. But actually, the more quiet you can make it, the, for me anyway, the better it's been. Okay. If, I can, if I can get myself into, well, it's... Well, it's it's really annoying when you go into a quiet room first. Mm. The more the more uh, silence you can you can expose your ears to, the better. It'll eventually sort of calm down. And one of the things that has worked for me in the last twelve months, because that concert uh, sort of pushed me over the edge again, was cold water swimming. And I think it's to do with the when you get your head into the cold water, the yeah. blood flow to your ears seems to seems to improve it for me, and that's what works for me. Oh, that's a positive. And then I would for you. say, okay, that's a positive. Yeah, that really. And what about getting I, into I, a, I to, a heated pool? Well, they're not that wrong, but a heated pool. Um, haven't found pool. that that did anything for me, but the, okay. the cold water swimming in the ocean definitely did it for me. Certainly helped me anyway. <laughs> but I think the message is really to get it out there to people that this is a real thing, number one, and for people that suffer from it, it's awful. And then for people that are making noise, generating noise, with mm. your lawnmower and your leaf blower and your strimmer, I find those, my wife will, would would uh, be calming me down now because the, the amount of people that rev these things up okay. uh, with no consideration for people around them, and it's damaging, it can be damaging people's ears where their ears are sensitive. But I'd also highlight children because children are being yeah. exposed to noise yeah. levels now. Well said, well are, said, well said. You know, way off the, off yeah. the, off the scale. And that, I love to see it at rugby matches when you see the rugby players with their kids and they have hear, hearing protection yeah, on their kids. Yeah, yeah. That's an awareness of the noise levels that, that are brilliant. in the stadium. That is brilliant, that and is brilliant. I think those are the things that people need to be aware of. Noise damages people permanently, and then that's the, that's the sad part of this is it is permanent. And it doesn't go away. 
but you can you can protect yourself against it and you can protect others from it. So I think, you know, the reason I sent in my message to your show was just to raise the awareness of this for people that are generating noise and for people that suffer from it. Just wear your, your, your protectors uh, and don't be the macho man that's out there cutting the grass without And you're not just talking about concerts, you're talking about football matches. Anywhere you bring children where the noise is Anywhere. overpowering. Well, what, what, yeah. you mightn't find it overpowering cause you're, as an adult. But um, I think I, I my memory is I was always struck when Brian, uh, Brian and Amy, um, Brian O'Driscoll, obviously, and Amy Hooper, when, when they, I think it was Maisie was the first, what a gorgeous name, the first baby. And I remember, if I'm wrong, I remember Maisie being brought out onto the pitch after Brian had won another game and by Amy. And I think Maisie had a pair of headphones on her. And I said, that is a brilliant idea. Head head uh, covers on her to cover, to protect her ears. That is so important. That is so important. Well, well said, Jerry. Well said. Okay, uh, thanks indeed, Jerry. And we'll be back after this break. Sadie is the baby, isn't it? Sadie. Yeah. Okay. Back after this. Another gorgeous name. Back after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Fred Lane. Fred. Good afternoon. How are you, Joe? How are things? And how are you? How long have you had tinnitus? I've had tinnitus now, Joe, for two and a half years. And how, so, you, do, how are you doing? Doing fine. Uh, at the start, like most of your uh, speakers were talking about, the anxiety. Yeah. This thing comes, comes to you 24 by 7, and your anxiety, your brain doesn't know how to handle it, and your anxiety levels go through the roof. Eventually, okay. then, it kind of calms down. When your brain gets used to it, then the, the anxiety lowers. But then, at times, your tinnitus can spike, and when okay. it spikes, it, it's like a, a full circle again. Just to let you know, Joe, just I've been on a journey for the last two and a half years. Okay. And I've tried loads of things. So I've, I've done the linear device that was mentioned already. Okay. That works for some people. Unfortunately, it didn't work for me. Okay. Well, it, it, I hope it didn't make And I know, I'm sure that, uh, it's very, very infrequent. It, did, did it, did it didn't make your situation worse. No, it didn't okay, make it worse, okay. but I didn't get any okay. relief at okay. all. But you're willing to try? Yeah, of course you are. Okay, course but you are, try yeah. anything. CBT, conductive behaviour therapy, yeah. unfortunately that didn't work. Acupuncture, okay. chiropractor, herbalist. I've tried every vitamin under the sun. Okay. Gone to ENTs, audiologists. I've all phone apps. Uh, medication for your sleeping, obviously, Joe, because wow. you can't sleep at night. Uh, so the only thing that has given me any sort of relief is a hearing aid. Okay. So I have a an audiologist. I'm, al- I'm allowed to plug him? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I yeah. Don't mind. Yeah. So Frank McGrath, he works for yeah. Apex Hearing in Rada. Okay, he, they're all he, registered. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And Frank... Uh, I rang Frank and he brought me up there and since then I've been wearing hearing aids for the last two and years. Well, tell us, but did you feel you were deaf before you got the hearing aids? No, I didn't. Absolutely no okay. way did I feel there was any sort of deafness. Um, but what the hearing aid does is it amplifies the sound, the surrounding sounds, okay. so that it focuses your brain on those sounds, not on the tinnitus. Okay. So when I wake up in the morning, my tinnitus could be an 8 out of 10. When I put my hearing aids on, it brings it down to a five okay. or a four, which is manageable. Now, did you did you test that before you had to buy the hearing aids? Do you follow me? Did you Absolutely. know it was going to make a difference? Absolutely. Okay, Frank put me on a two-week trial. Okay. And for those two weeks, for the first week, in actual fact, my tinnitus did disappear, but then it came back, but okay. didn't come back. It didn't go back to the same levels. Which okay, so what other tips would you give people, Fred, given... The, the tip is, um, I, I'm a member of the British Tinnitus Association. Unfortunately, okay. we don't have one in Ireland. I believe okay. it was disbanded in 2019. Okay. Um, but I am looking myself to maybe resurrect this association. Okay, and why was it abandoned, do you know? Uh, I just think that most, I, well, I'm not, I'm not sure, but what okay. I heard on the grapevine was most of the people who were, who were on it were of a certain age. Okay, and well, and you're anxious to start it up again? Yeah, I am, and, okay. and I've had a number of discussions with, with audiologists about this as well. Okay, so you're keen to start it up again, brilliant. Yeah, well, and the you... only other thing that gives me relief, Joe, and I'm not promoting this in any way. Okay, don't worry, yeah. 
uh, is a glass of white wine at the weekend. Okay. One or okay. two. If it just calms the nerves, okay? But I'm not promoting it in any way. Okay, that's fine, that's fine. And what, 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 what accentuates it, Fred? Stress. Okay. So, for instance, I'm on this call with you now, Joe. My tinnitus in the last half an hour has gone from a four to an eight. Oh, for God's sake, I'm sorry. But no, but that's, that's a common, that's okay. a common... Um, Why, well, uh, you'd just, you'd, you'd, you'd be a little bit worried. Yeah, exactly. Because of the yeah. that and your anxiety levels, yeah, and your cortisone levels go up, tinnitus okay. is very much related to your stress levels. Okay. The more stressed you are, the, the more spikes you will get. Would you sit down and watch the telly? I sit down and watch telly, and absolutely, and uh, my tinnitus is, is, is there hissing in my ear. Yeah. Uh, could be if it's a four, I'm fine. A six, then I have to turn up to TV. You know, it depends mm. on how it is that day. Okay. But like one thing, Joe, the one thing I miss in the last two and a half years is silence. Okay. Okay. Silence is golden, as you say. Yeah. Stay there, Fred. Helen. Helen Corrin is in Dublin. Helen. Hi, Joe. Good afternoon to you. Um, I very much relate to um, what that previous caller was Fred, saying yeah, about the silence and the lack of silence. I developed tinnitus suddenly last September, a week after I got off a flight. Okay. I don't know to this day if those okay. two things are yeah, related. Okay. Yeah. But I remember the nights in the early days, um, four o'clock in the morning, four or five nights in a row where you would have only had gaps of 20 minutes sleep, okay. sitting, rocking on the sofa almost in a panic attack that I was never going to be able to read again in peace, do my craft. I, I, uh, cra- I do a lot okay. of craft. So, so you, you developed this, uh, you, what, you, what, you, what have you called an app? What's your app? A free app? Oh, I found a, a free app yeah. um, while I was doing some research. And it's called Belltone, B-E-L-L-T-O-N-E, Calmer. C-A-L-M-E-R. Okay. So people, it's free. So it's people free. should should try it. And you Honest, say tr- there's various. Tr- um, okay, th- try different sounds. See, will see, will one of them brown make a noise, difference? Brown noise, definitely. Uh, okay. um, soothed my tinnitus a lot. Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Well, so thanks. And Nita. also go to an audiologist, and if you need a hearing aid, I had the same. I have no tinnitus at all when I have my hearing aid in. Okay, but it's different. And I've only one hearing aid. Only have it on one side. Okay, and it's different stroke. But try anything. Try that bell tone. Also, an audio book. Download an audio book. Okay, great, great. From Dropbox, and it's not the book. It's the soothing voice can help you. Okay, well done. Well said. Well well. said. Talking about Mm. soothing voice and talking about audio books, we cannot let today pass without remarking on the funeral. And the passing of Deirdre Porcel. Um, Deirdre Porcel, as you probably know, fantastic writer, many, many novels. I recommend go back to her first one, A Place of Stones. Uh, go back to Love Like, Hate, Adore, another great one. But I'll tell you something, uh, Deirdre Porcel generated love. She de- generated likeness in terms of people loving her. And they she generated adoration because her books generate warmth. They're also great stories, by the way. And that's what Deirdre... Uh, oozed uh, non-stop and her passing uh, so suddenly this week has uh, left an awful lot of people especially in this building and especially in the literary world uh, such in, in such a, a shocking uh, a thing to happen so suddenly so our kind kind regards and condolences to Kevin uh, Deirdre's husband Kevin Healy a great great reporter in his day beginning in 1969 and a distinguished career thereafter in this, in this organisation and beyond uh, to Adrian, Adrian Weckler, you all know Adrian because he's the tech correspondent us forever and rightly so on our programmes. Uh, he's the tech correspondent with the Irish Independent, Simon, uh, Adrian and Deirdre's uh, other son and uh, Adrian's brother and Deirdre's son and Declan, uh, Deirdre's uh, uh, brother. Uh, may, they, uh, may she rest in peace, Deirdre Porcel. Back tomorrow, one forty-five. Nadine Maloney, produced Ray Darcy's next. 0818-715-815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie